Hello, Two Forks Tower. This is Sissy Jones, voice of Delilah from Firewatch, and you are listening to the Xbox Expansion Pass. Uh, also, um, you didn't really name the turtle Shelly, did you? Welcome one, welcome all to episode 110 of the Xbox Expansion Pass, recorded on Sunday, November 28th, 2021. I'm your host, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost. In this episode, I'm joined by Mr. Badbit of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, on to discuss the Halo Infinite Battle Pass, Xbox's strategy going into 2022, and reports that the Xbox Series S has, quote, dominated the Black Friday sales. Enjoy. Yet another week of gaming is upon us and behind us. Welcome to XEP, discussing all things in the Gamerverse as they pertain to the Xbox ecosystem. And as I am wont to do each and every week, I like to start the show by offering words of kindness to those who have made my gaming week better. And this week, my words of kindness go to Stuffed Sean, a listener for this show who won an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate three-month code. I tried to give him that code one way, didn't work because he's in the UK, tried to give it to him another way through a Xbox Live. It didn't work there. So he's got me re-rolling this contest. So we'll get another one back out there. But his kindness was just so appreciated. He was super understanding about it because I was very frustrated in trying to gift some Game Pass to some people, but not across country lines, which is crazy. Uh, the other words of kindness go to the person who is joining me for this episode, the Oof. man who is who is here filling in because my original guest could not make it today, Joseph Moran, Mr. Badbit from the Trophy Room of PlayStation Podcast. Hey, hi. People up? call me the American Jazz, so. Do they, they didn't know who it was. They didn't know who was coming on. Ah, now they do. Well, now they do. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, bud? It's good to have you here, my friend. How are you? I'm doing fantastic until I was here. Can I get some words of animosity? Yeah, you can have words of animosity. Honestly, I don't think you're that good looking. I don't think you're that good looking. Well, I mean, that's that's (laughs) obvious. Actually, you're looking great. Hard to look at. No, I was saying the other day, you're you're looking good, man. You're looking vibrant. You're looking healthy. Yeah, it's polo. It's the the button. It's the button? Well, it's like you're looking sharp. Looking sharp. Thanks, man. Guys, we've got plenty to talk about this week. A lot of listener mail, not a ton of news items this week. We do have a few uh, that are, I think, interesting points of, of discussion. We've got some Halo topics, as it's as expected at this point. But uh, a lot of listener questions, and I am grateful for that. Joseph Moran, we yeah. just had a Black Friday here in the United States. And that is a big old sales day where everybody gets to talk about different types of of uh they saw grandma punching people for a tv right man i really want to see that happen show me the tiktok where nana just lays out a couple of fools i have real talk i have not yeah. seen any videos of people storming the gates this year yeah yeah I, well what one person told me that like at least in the target in my area they were they just weren't doing black friday at all and i feel like when, when it comes to black friday now everybody's like beginning of november is our Black Friday pre-sales, and it's just yeah. the Black Friday sales, but just extended the whole month. Yeah. You know? Which so, I like better anyway. Like, I never yeah. understood the Black Friday rush. I never the, uh, So here's a weird thing. My friends and I used to go to Black Friday, but only like an hour or two after everything, the madness has already ensued, mm-hmm. just to see the aftermath. Oh, I can see that. That's what we thought was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could see that. And it was like a war zone. <laughs> well, I worked retail for a year and a half or so and so i worked through one black friday the way the timelines uh worked out it was at gamestop you know Mm -hmm. and it was nothing like what was the point of being there there were the sales were terrible uh and and i was just very confused this was in the the days where people were buying that that thing on wii where you would like draw remember the Wii? oh you draw draw, the thing that you draw yeah the thing that bankrupted h thq yeah 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 Yeah, destroyed a whole company (laughs) that's right that's right but yeah the gates rose up and people were like yes battlefield 3 on sale five bucks less all right i was like yeah at least this black friday sales legitimately really good is it yeah like, like I saw Guardians for twenty five bucks, Deathloop for like thirty bucks. Yeah, like these were actually some pretty good sales. 
on, on Guardians, man. Such a good game. Such yeah. a good game. People are really opening eyes. And and as I get further away from my time with it, I'm looking back on it more fondly. Yeah, there which, you which go. Is cool. Which is cool. Which is cool. Yeah, just try a little revisionist history over here at the Xbox expansion pass. I get it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> hey, come on. Well, you know, this Black Friday, uh, it's all about the numbers. Everybody here in the console warrior space, right. we're all about those numbers. And according to Business Insider, they used their Adobe Digital Economy Index. This is a real Whoa. thing. Uh, and it's reporting that the Xbox Series S has, quote, dominated Black Friday sales, end quote. Uh, and it was the top selling console this Black Friday based on over one trillion visits to U.S. retail sites. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Series S has been <sighs> trying to find nice words. It's been a it's been the in least demand. Right. Like we saw over the, the summer months, aisles of these things stacked. It seemed like nobody really cared for them. I feel like it was a great secondary console or something you give to your kids. A part of me, and I get it, I host a PlayStation podcast. A part of me says, yeah, a lot of people bought these because it's like, hey, we have the Series X at home type of deal. Like, mm-hmm. Couldn't find the Series X, so we're here to get the Series S. Or couldn't find a PlayStation 5, so I'm going to go buy a Series S. That's what it kind of screams to me, because I wasn't wasn't really surprised at the notion of these things flew off the shelves when I've, I mean, I've worked Black Friday, you've worked Black Friday. How many times people come in for one thing, couldn't find the thing, so they buy something of similar value. Right, right. Like the one horror story that I, I can tell is when I was at a Target, a grandma bought a kid a 3DS because it was the only console there. And the one person's like, but they want a PlayStation 4. And she's like, ah, it's the same thing. Oh, and so, no. <laughs> and so like a, a part of me says that is probably the answer to why. But I think the... Oh, I disagree. I disagree. Really? Tell well, me. I, I disagree, not in your premise. Like, I understand your logic, but uh, I think the reason for the Series S now being more in demand than it's ever been, you know, since its, since its launch, uh, mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 5 just came out and Halo sure. Infinite's launching and both of them are getting like nines. Uh, well, the multiplayer is getting, you know, nines for, for Halo, but Forza Horizon 5, incredible, incredible Metacritic scores, 10 Absolutely. million and now 11 million players. Uh, I think it's goodwill and people kind of waking up, re-waking up to the Xbox brand. I think that's the difference. This is a great oh, second yes. console for PlayStation owners and such. Yeah. And, and like I was actually, I was playing Halo last night. I was like, man, I actually feel like I should have gotten a Series S because for what I use my Xbox for, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like the Series S was actually the console for me to get. And I think you're right. There's, it, it's a mixture of, I think that console was available and people waking up to the Xbox brand to maybe even just try it out or right. to have that second console. Mm-hmm. Whatever the the whatever the reason, the answer is just good for Xbox, mm-hmm. right? Because now you have more and more people in the ecosystem. It makes me think about the strategy, how I how I think the strategy may need to change for PlayStation uh, next year or two for sure. Oh, yeah, I think it absolutely has to, because part of the same article discussed like chip shortages uh, and how the $300 price point for the Series S kind of you know, lends itself towards being picked up at an easier, you know, with, with more ease than, say, yeah. you know, a $400, $500 PlayStation, a $500 Series X. Um, and they've even said, noted that Nintendo is going to produce 20% fewer switches in 2022 due to the cutbacks in production, the chip shortages. Sony's also come out and said they're going to have to cut back. Uh, which makes sense, right? Chip shortages yeah. are a thing, and the Series S is easier to produce for Microsoft. Um, so it'll, it'll be out there. But as far as strategies go, the Series S, the whole strategy was easier buy-in for customers, easier mm-hmm. to make for them. Uh, there's no disk drive. There's a lot more a, a lot more appeal to those who are going to be playing the games like Fortnite, playing Rocket League, playing your free-to-play uh, multiplayer games like now Halo Infinite, which was built with this idea in mind. It seems like this is a lot of different pillars for Microsoft coming together. Yeah. And, you know, Black Friday, based on a, one report, who who cares? The point is that the systems are selling out for everybody, but this strategy uh, that Microsoft is employing seems to be uh, effective 
And you're right. I think PlayStation is going to need to adapt. And Nintendo at some point is going to need to adapt. I'm, I'm, feel like they're on their own timelines though you know they're yeah they're both on their own timelines and I, I again the most important thing is that xbox the brand itself is the healthiest it's ever been mm-hmm. and their strategy of we're not necessarily moving away from consoles but we're not here to tell you the console sales because that's not important to us what's important is game pass mm-hmm. and i feel like that is the key to xbox's success it's it is like the trifecta of pc mobile uh consoles in one ecosystem, uh, whether that's cloud or, or, you know, on hardware, all having fun together. That's what Xbox is trying to do because they understand that there is a, there is a ceiling to consoles. And so mm-hmm. by trying to break that ceiling, that's what they're going to try to do to maximize their profit. So it makes sense. And I do think PlayStation strategy, even as a PlayStation fan needs to change because as, as excited I am for, you know, Horizon Zero, or sorry, Horizon Forbidden West, or God of War, you know, Mm. whatever have you, uh, GT7, there is a power of every month there is something new to play on Xbox. Mm -hmm. It may not be the biggest thing. It may just be filler. It may be like a Netflix strategy, whatever the case is, there's something to talk about. Mm -hmm. And where PlayStation, though these games are an event, we're getting them every three, maybe four, maybe even six months. Right. And so when you get these dry spells over at PlayStation Nation, um, you take a look at Forza, you take a look at Halo. These are good indicators of where Microsoft's heading. Well, it's interesting when you looked at, you know, the year of 2021, you had Returnal, you had uh, Ratchet and Clank as kind of your big pillar PlayStation releases. And yeah. then they essentially went quiet in terms of uh, exclusives. You know, yeah. I think Deathloop, but there's the asterisk on that one, which means it, it kind of removes itself from the conversation by way of that asterisk. Cause now, you know, Microsoft owning Bethesda yeah. and such, but PlayStation front loaded their year intentionally or not, and Xbox, you know, back loaded their year intentionally or not. Uh, and it seems to be paying off for both of them for sure. I think yeah. 2022 is going to be a really fun year to watch because you've got several heavy hitters for PlayStation in that early part of the year. And we know not what for Xbox. We don't really know what else they've Other got beyond Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. Yes. And that's likely to go toe to toe with uh, God of War Ragnarok. And yeah. I know for me, I'm buying God of War out of those two. <laughs> like, I know where my money would go. Yeah. Um, but it, next year is going to be one to watch because Microsoft has done a good job, as you said, about getting a title, you know, mm-hmm. once a month or so, one to talk about. Think about Back for Blood. Big game. Dropped into Game Pass. We played the heck out of it. Yeah. And now we've moved on. And we'll probably go back eventually. Yeah. But, but you know, that's that was their strategy. And I think it, it certainly has paved the way for new approaches in 2022 and beyond. Yeah. And I think when we talk about like the, 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 the question mark of what's Xbox have in the next year, people are going to yell out things like Redfall. Again, dates are moving because of this global condition that we're in. So to me, I think, yeah, uh, there is a lot to look forward to, but also keep in mind that things are going to get pushed back. It's just the nature of things at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, don't get too bummed out if like a Redfall gets pushed back because something happens. But I think there is something uh, to be excited for. I will say this because we're like, you know, a good 12 minutes into the show and I do want to burn some bridges and goodwill. That's good. Bring it. Yeah. I, I just got to let my presence be known here and felt. What's up with Starfield? I've seen a poster and a ham sandwich <laughs> when people are like, this is it. This is the game. Oh, my goodness. I'm just like, I've I have seen no gameplay i've just seen a poster this reminds me of the hype that cyberpunk and avengers was getting yes very early on when people were like yes this is my i'm all in give me the jacket remember the jacket for cyberpunk mm-hmm. and people were like losing give me the chair remember when cyberpunk gave ains the chair <laughs> i remember when they gave ainsley Bowden of season gaming a yellow chair it's yep, a real thing they absolutely did this is true and we all yep. know it's true Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's right. Paid off. Paid off. I hear he's sitting on a biomutant uh, hemorrhoid pillow. That's right. Um, you know, it was, it's it's funny to me when I look at Starfield fans because they're clearly riding on the panache of what Bethesda has done in years past. The people yeah. that made Skyrim. I don't know what they're thinking, given the most recent release was Fallout 76. But I've seen nothing of that game to be compelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is cool. The idea is cool. And if you like Fallout games, you like Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, that kind of stuff. 
then there's something to, to look forward to, but we haven't actually seen anything. Yeah. And that to me is, is different than being excited for a God of War Ragnarok or uh, even a Hellblade 2 because we've got precedent with those two types of games, right? right? We played God of War, we played Hellblade, we played uh, games prior in that sequence. Starfield seems to be something new and it's trying to do something special. So I'm very curious to know uh, how playable that game is yeah. and if it truly does release next yeah. year. And, and I I feel like they're confident in it, and that's great. But like my level of excitement for Starfield is right here. This is my level of excitement for Starfield. Where's my level? My excitement for God of War Ragnarok? It's right here. Here's my excitement for God of War Ragnarok. I'm I'm at like I I think I've taught myself to temper all types of expectations mm-hmm. for anything until I actually get the game. Because as of recent. Yeah, there's been that like, here's this awesome trailer, here's this cool thing, and then the game comes out and it's like stick figures. So mm-hmm. to me, I'm I'm trying to be level headed here. And I know, I know some people go yell at me. I just wanted to earn the heat today. Well, there's there's good reason to to be trepidatious, as it were. Yeah. I mean, think about even Halo Infinite got delayed a year. Oh, a year. Yeah. I mean, you and I watched that reveal, the first one that that, that much pan demo. And we were losing our minds on your stream about how excited for the gameplay we were. Yeah. The year has done that game wonders. And still, we're playing this multiplayer beta, finding issues with it, finding frustrations mm-hmm. with it. And now, I will note, finding issues with a game I've put over 30, 40 hours into is very different than being like, oh, Battlefield's broken, Vanguard's or Call of Duty Vanguard's broken. Very yeah. different uh, things there. But this this pandemic plus the realities of business and AAA game development, I mean, it's it changes a lot about how games are made and what you're going to see. And, you know, when we talk about the issues of like Halo Infinite, I do want to just stress this as well. Um, I I feel like people don't know how to give something praise, but also have some critical thought to it as well. Yes. Like I hate when people are like, I'm just gonna, I want to be positive and I don't see people being positive about it. it's like it's not about bringing positive conversations around games it's about bringing thoughtful and constructive uh conversations around games and you're right like right now i'm trying to look for my stats in halo i'm doing the same thing i'm doing the I exact am, same thing honest to god i am a little bit afraid of what i have let me see oh my god <laughs> all right what'd you get what'd you get on this one <laughs> two days seven hours nice nice i'll pull mine up <laughs> The game came out two weeks ago, guys. So to tell you how much like I'm enjoying it, but then also understand like Bazaar is one of the worst maps I've ever played. Like, oh, I love Bazaar. It's all about the game mode, so bro. Hey, listen, why am I looking? I can't find my own stats. I'm on my my app here. Oddball, maybe maybe need some tweaking. Uh, what's that? Stockpile. That game Stockpile's was just bad. bad. I don't like. This that. is a bad mode. Uh, capture the flag's never been my thing, but I get that it's beloved. And I I think one person said, I don't know if it was you. The reason why I think I don't like capture the flag is like, oh, it's kind of like soccer. Like, ah, that's why I don't like it. That was, that was, uh, that was Kev that said that one. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about Halo Infinite here because this game has launched. Uh, it's getting reviews from some places. Others have reviews in progress. It's got a nine from IGN parallax. Stella did that one. I thought she did a great job on that review. Um, the gameplay to me, I said it last week. I said it like way too many times. You know when you get stuck on a word in a podcast? Oh, yeah. I said the word sublime like 507 times. <laughs> um, the gameplay is great. I love playing Halo Infinite. But much talked about has been the progression of the battle pass and the lack of available modes. And I think those are two very fair criticisms to a game that is super fun to play. Yes. And I think having the excuse of it's in a beta works in some areas and doesn't work in others so to me this game is bringing halo back i'm a huge halo stan i know people can't look but here's my halo elite controller i love it so very much yeah i love that controller it's It's i don't i play on my forza controller because i don't want to like damage this elite controller nonetheless that's that's silly you should be playing on your elite controller this looks so good i don't want to anyway i'm really loving the gameplay systems that are in place of this game and most of the maps as well work really well. Um, I remember talking to Sean Capri last night. He's like, man, I wish they throw some, some of the original halo maps in here. And I was like, no, don't throw a single one. I I don't want that in here. I like that this halo has its own 
DNA to it and that it doesn't have to, it's respecting the, the, the past without just throwing fan service to throw fan service. Cause you expect it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really enjoying the gameplay and most of the maps that aren't bizarre, but at the same exact time, there are things like playlists that are just standard mm-hmm. of halo or just most games in, in, in general mm-hmm. and to have it just quick play and then you have to keep changing your mindset every match yeah. of what the objective is. It kind of tires out my brain and it gets me a little burned out and gets me a little aggravated because sometimes, look, Oddball is not a bad mode, but I'm when I'm playing it. it for the fourth time in a row, I'm sick of it, right? Like neutral flag. Okay, that's another bad mode. I hate it. And so like there are modes that you gen- genuinely don't like and then that are there. And you're like, I just want to play Slayer. Give me a Slayer mode. Give me a capture the flag mode. Give me, you know, give me, why isn't infection in here in big team battle? Like there are. Now now I will, I will caveat. First, I did look at my own stats. 46 hours into this one. 46 hours. Yeah. Loving, loving the gameplay. Same complaints. But I think you can get away with these lack of playlists only until official launch. Only until official launch can you do it. But the moment December 8th hits, you need to have those things in there. And they've already come out and addressed parts of this. They've said, hey, we're working on fixing this, fixing that. Mm -hmm. But the playlists, there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for that on December 8th. I think you can get away with it because they said, hey, here's our one more thing. Dropped it early for you. Yeah. And I could also like there are people going, "Eh, there's not a lot of maps. But even then, um, I think of like, yeah, wait till December 8th. They'll drop one or two of them, and we'll really enjoy ourselves there. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I, I feel like this has been a great, this has been a great experience and a great beta, if we could even say that. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, because to me, I'm like, listen, if you could buy something in the game and this thing is two weeks from launch, how beta actually is it? Right. 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 So like even in its quote unquote beta form, you take a look at Vanguard. I've seen some screenshots of Battlefield, uh, you know, 2046. Yeah, it's rough. Man, man, is Halo in a good spot to really do some damage in the in the first person shooter space. I think the one thing that we have a bit of trouble with where I think the Internet can't grasp having critical thought on is the battle pass isn't great. It's bad. It's one of the, the worst bad, battle pass I've ever seen. But does it has good take, ideas. I think it has good ideas. Yeah. It is bad. Does it, but, you know, is there areas to improve? Absolutely. Does it take away from my overall enjoyment? I have put over two days in this game. Right. No. We could say that something is not good and still come off with, it's still a great game. Right. And we don't have to have the defense of like back in the 90s, uh, you know. We didn't have the leveling system. We just played it to have fun. It's like, well, guess what? We're not using floppy disks and Bill Clinton is a president. So like there are <laughs> times true. have changed. Okay. Remember, remember jean jackets? Those are gone for a reason. That's They're right. not, they were never great. They need to so, stay dead, by the way. They do they need, need to, to stay dead. They really do. You feel Stuff like Ains still has one in his closet. I feel like he does. Where's it every day? Probably. Where is it every day? He's probably already gone and got the season gaming and Xbox logo <laughs> embroidered into it. Yeah. But no, like, I, I, I really do enjoy the beta. There are some problems with it. Like, the battle pass and progression aren't great. That's going to be fixed in time. I don't think that's fixed on December 8th at all. Mm. I think that's months out. I think even when we introduce season two, that's when we'll probably get it. Um, I'll, I'll tell you right now the season one i said this in last week's episode yeah. but i want to reiterate and double down season one lasting six months is a mistake it is a yes. big mistake you, they have got to get out even if they call it season one a second battle pass they need to do something there because i shouldn't be fighting for basic customization colors uh at the slog that i'm going through i did the one where you got 25 free level not free yeah. i paid for them but like 25 extra levels and i still can't do much to my spartan yeah, and it, I, it, I think I, the you other... can see the bots mix and match armor and colors and everything else. Why can't we? And that's yes. a very frustrating thing. Yeah, customization definitely needs work. Um, I think you should be able to mix and match whatever Spartan type you want. Like mm-hmm. you, sh- you could have a CQB, you know, chest on, and you can have a Eva helmet. That should just be a standard thing that you have. Mm-hmm. I love like the samurai swords. I want to buy those three, four, three. I'm trying every so hard 
so hard not to buy them. But mm-hmm. what is the awesome excuse of not to buy them is, well, I can only use them on the ninja suit. Right. I can't, yeah. I can't put it on. I can't put the Eva helmet on, which I think would look dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there, there are definitely problems here. And also the free event thing that just happened. You can only earn seven levels during the fractured event. Right. And then they're like, Oh, it'll be, it'll be back later. It's like, play what? this one week later on and don't miss that week. Cause that's the only way you can get it. Yeah. It's very, very odd. I like the freeness of those events. We've got two more oh, yeah. slated that we know about. I like the idea behind having events regularly to fill out kind of the season challenges. Uh, I like the weekly thing where you, if you get all your weeklies done, you get a special customization piece. That's cool. That's rewarding. Uh, but they need to do more for rewarding players in game for their accomplishments and they need to, to expand the customization options. But I, but I will note that like, I'm still having a blast. You know, I, the the other thing with the battle pass is it's got way too much filler in there, like XP boosts. Well, the moment I get to a hundred, what's the point of that? Yeah. You know? Uh, and and that's, that's kind of a fear of mine is like, all right, well, one more little critique. Yeah. Give me more weapon skins. There's like none in that. Oddly absent. Oddly absent. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm jonesing to get my pistol to look pretty cool. I'm not saying like I need like devil horns on it. Like I love the fact that Halo is like you know there's no Naruto run yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's un it's untouched in that regard. But like give me make let me have it so I can make my pistol red and blue or something. You know, a team that did it so well is Master Chief Collection, and yeah. that team's lessons learned need to make their way over to Infinite. And can I be honest? In hearing Joseph Staten talk multiple times in multiple interviews from unfiltered and everything else it seems like that's the direction they're going it feels like they're going in the direction of having this figured out and doing right by the player and so i think my fears my worries are not nearly what they would be in other cases because the gameplay is good and because it sounds like they're trying to do right and they were quick to make certain changes and then they came out and said hey we've got more coming but we want to give the team a break let them enjoy their thanksgiving which is important which is very important um, and a lot of people at Microsoft, from from my understanding, take a lot of time off during December. Again, important. Yeah. Um, but they can't sit on a big game like Halo and not make some of these fixes uh, and yeah. expect it to not be combated by something. You know, maybe Apex makes a good pushback. Maybe Fortnite makes a comeback. I don't know. Like there's yeah. they've got they've got a window of, of time here thanks to Battlefield and Call of Duty flopping. But I don't want them to sit on rest on their laurels. And I don't think they will. They have a 10 year no. plan for this game. Yeah. And and with those new events, more people will come. And that's and, and see, the fear is like of the unknown, because like our fear is like we don't want people to leave because the game is so good. Like right. that is our truest problem is like we just we want this game to last the 10 years because it's so good right now. And I think the when the only real like gameplay issue that I have is that all Spartans are wearing slippers and I can't hear footsteps. <laughs> that is that that is such an easy fix yep. right like everything else is is near perfect in this game small little tweaks here or there but this game is just hey it's sublime it's sublime yes it is it is it is uh, a quick note um just because we were talking about playstation strategy uh the steam bestsellers were released by benji sales just a few minutes ago Ooh, and news. horizon zero dawn made it all the way to seventh Wow. Uh, on that list, which is great. We talk about strategy, getting your stuff on the PC. Good stuff there, mm-hmm. uh, especially ahead of Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 is sixth on that list, which is a drop down. But Cyberpunk and Battlefield made their way into the uh, third and second column. What do you think was first on Steam, Joe? Halo. Not, e- not even on the list. Mind you, Halo is free to play. Oh, oh, like 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 money wise, like, like yeah, purchased. Yeah. Best sellers. Oh. Uh, God of War. Nope. <laughs> Farming oh, Simulator 22. God is dead. <laughs> <laughs> At best, they abandon us for a different world. Because that right. is, this is, you think, you think 2021 could get worse. <laughs> Shout out to Rybo. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Rybo. Yeah, that's funny. Well, Joe, let's get to some listener questions. We had a lot of them uh, written in this past week. One of the regular ones that I get from a lot of different people is like, what games are you looking forward to? Um, I will say in the non-Halo category, uh, both Chorus and Grim Dawn Definitive Edition are arriving next week onto Xbox. Chorus is that uh, space shooter one, kind of like Rogue Squadron in space. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
everybody was freaking out because they're like ray tracing this game so back when back yeah because it was one of the first it and scorn and a few others were like the first things mm-hmm. we knew about xbox series x yeah. i want to say Maybe also i would i would it, it, again i'm gonna earn heat again i wouldn't show off scorn anymore oh it's no really one's shown no one's shown off scorn in a while in that i game. just put it out and i don't even want to hear about it anymore it's gross <laughs> i don't think anyone's interested in it i think really? i think it missed yeah, its window. Man. Yeah, it and Crossfire X. Remember that game? Those have just yep. missed. They're gone. They're gone. They're they gone. do not have a chance to, to do anything. Told you guys, um, nobody wanted to believe old Joe, <laughs> but I was right. The other game is Grim Dawn. That's like a action RPG. Think Diablo. Apparently, it's very popular on PC. It's making its way to Xbox, but it's like a single player version. I'm excited about that. Mm. I'm excited about that. Both of those games, I'm looking forward to for sure. Uh, let's see, uh, Xbox A. This is Assemble XP, Matt uh, and Court Lalonde. From, they've rebranded to be Xbox A, which is dope because they're Canadian. Right. Uh, they, so they're really going after that Canadian audience of They're going for people. it. They've right. abandoned uh, all the Americans, they say. Yeah. They've said, not, not worried about you guys. Not uh, even for modern Minnesota, get the cut. Nope. Just Canada. All right. Yep. They said, what new backward we'll compatible games are you excited to play? And Joe, I'll remind you that 70 new back compat titles made their way in, including Max Payne and Fear. Anything Ooh. on your list that you're looking forward to? Uh, I, okay. Here's another hot take. Max Payne 3 is not that great, guys. I don't know what's <laughs> up with it. Dude, Max Payne 1 and 2 were so good. And like 3 is such like a weird departure from the series to me that I'm just, I could not. I could not get into that story for the life of me. Um, also, I have a problem with the multiplayer. Nonetheless, I think Stranglehold is the better third-person timey wimey game. Um, Fear is great. Fear is fantastic. That nail gun is great. When I think of backwards compatibility, though, I've had my fill of it, and I don't really care much for going back to the past because I've played so many of those 360 games. Mm. Actually, as the the PlayStation fanboy in me wants PlayStation <laughs> to throw out some backwards compatible games of the PS3, PS2, PS1 era so that I could revisit what I missed. Uh, the fact that we're getting emulators run on Xboxes on PS3, that excuse of the cell processor, no more. I don't even want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. I want to play some classic PS3 games on my PS5, goddammit. It is, it is, I think, irresponsible to let games fall away yep. uh, without a modern emulation or a modern version of, of being able to play and purchase games. I know Phil Spencer's commented on that. I know your co-host on the Trophy Room, Kyle, uh, often talks about how games should be remade if they're unplayable now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the type of remake or remaster we should get. But I don't like knowing that games are lost to time, and so I'm all for PlayStation and Nintendo getting it together when it comes to back and pat, yeah. for sure. They need to. They need to. Yeah. They have some great games. They, uh, you know, Xbox has the 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 smallest you know history, but it respects it more than yeah. any of the the other two. Where like Nintendo has the largest history of, of games to kind of celebrate, and they will punish you if you even uh, think about emulation. It's 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 nonsense, really. Yep, agree. Absolutely agree. Uh, to answer the question though, Xbox A, I very much. Uh, I'm going to download episode three, Star Wars episode three, and Star Wars Clone Wars. I've not played either of those. I Dude, episode those. three is legit a good game. Is it? Okay. It's, yeah, unlike the movie, it's like actually really fantastic. The um, movie was really good until you yelled no. no. It was the best prequel. <laughs> I mean, that's not a high bar. <laughs> um, there are people out there that think the prequel trilogies are better than the sequel trilogy. You got to be out of your mind. Right? I like right? I love Star Wars. You you take anything you want, like I love it. But like for what the sequel trilogies are, which is a mess, hands down better than whatever that like not even close better. They're way better. Yeah. You're way telling better. me Attack of the Colognes <laughs> is better than The Last Jedi. Think about it. Both of those kind of controversial picks. Yeah. The Last Jedi is an actual movie. Oh yeah. Okay. With real acting. And real yeah. visual effects. And real mullets. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And the Mandalorian, oh. best thing that happened to Star Wars. Okay. Rogue One. Uh, but yes. But yeah. yes. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of, of the Bat Compat question yeah. there. Shout out to Chunky Monkey, who also wrote in on that one. He's a good dude. I like him. Uh, let's go to Captain Logan. 
our good buddy Captain Logan. Uh, Captain Logan, by the way, who just drops into parties with the funniest jokes and sound bits. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he says, people are finding the Xbox Series X mini fridges at Target around the U.S. Will you be looking to find one locally? Reports of it being fan-cooled inside of a chemical would produce more noise than a chemical-based fridge. Does this sway your decision to pick one up? Captain Logan, my eyes glazed over when you started talking about chemicals and fans. Yeah. I do want one because it's an Xbox Series X fridge. I have not found one yet, but I also haven't left the house because I got this booster shot, and I, I was I was bedridden and dead. <laughs> it was pathetic. Uh, you know what? I So I love the meme of the fridge, mm-hmm. and then when people were actually getting upset that they couldn't get pre-orders for the fridge, I was like, just relax. Guys, it's a mini fridge. Don't threaten Aaron Greenberg's life over a mini <laughs> fridge, please. Right? Like, that's where I'm setting the bar now. It's so low with the outrage. But um, honestly, seeing the pictures of it, I'm listen, I'm one light bulb away from breaking a fuse in this room. But it is tempting. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Get all my seltzer in there. Oh, my God. I absolutely want one of those fridges. I don't care if it's a chemical uh, they seem like they're pretty easy to get at Target right now. Yeah, I yeah. If I left the house, I'd be very excited to go get one. Yeah. Um, but I'm scared to go all the way to Target and it not be there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, Target's like ten minutes away from my house. I just you know, like I'm out of breath from this stupid booster shot. <laughs> I'm sitting here out of breath. All right. Well, yeah. You get better five G. You could just order it from your house. That's fair. All right, let's go to this next one. This one's from Edward Varnell, who says, Why is cloud gaming accepted on Xbox and not Nintendo Switch? Isn't it a new way for people to play and stream games? Um, I'm going to answer that one first. Edward, streaming is on Switch. Uh, Many games that the Switch can't run because it's underpowered uh, are streamed to it and playable. I think it's more a matter of latency in the United States versus like latency in Japan. Um, So I think that's part of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, it comes down to infrastructure and us not really uh, throwing money at our own infrastructure to make better, you know, uh, internet for folks. Uh, it, that's a huge thing. Yeah, Nintendo has, you know, a cloud streaming on like games like Hitman and Control. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's often bragged about or, or showboated because they're usually like, eh, they're all right. I think even Grand Theft Auto, I think, is the cloud version of of those games as well. So I would argue that they're there. Um, cloud gaming still has a way to go though. I would argue mm-hmm. on both sides. Like, you know, we had our buddy Kev try to play halo via cloud and he's just like, Whoa, oh, yeah, anybody that says they could do, do it. They can't. So, I play Avengers and halo wars two, two games that are not multiplayer competitive and slower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like way slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, I think cloud is there for games like that. Um, I would love and I don't know if someone could write in uh, Age of Empires. Give me the cloud version of that game. Right it now. is available via cloud, I think, but it's only PC. It's not. It's, it's not a, PC. Yeah, they don't have controller support yet. Yeah, I'm sure it's that. happening. Well, if it's cloud, then that means I could get it on my MacBook and I can yeah. still play it at school. Yeah, probably. Give it a shot. Give it a cool. shot. Cool. All right, I'm gonna be bad at my job for the next two weeks. You were never good at it. Uh, That's true. (laughs) This question comes from our buddy Charles Jones. He says, what game or battle pass would you want Halo Infinite's battle pass to most emulate? Which one? What what are your thoughts on that one? You say Fortnite? Fortnite's a good, good pick. Uh, Master Chief Collection, uh, Fortnite, or Sea of Thieves, I think, are the ones to to emulate. Absolutely. I might have mentioned that last week. I can't. Again, we don't need Naruto. When I say Fortnite, people are going to assume, like, I want, you know, Rick Sanchez and Naruto runs. The thing about the the battle pass on Fortnite that's really good is there's a little something for everyone there so like you know they have stances and some like shoulder pads but like yeah give me effects of when i i like let's just say shoot my weapon or you know kill someone in 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 halo give me a a cooler effect other than waiting till level 100 to get like a skull which is silly you know give me give me weapon skins you know give me that type of stuff in that battle pass right agree and uh, give currency, real life money currency into yeah. there, just like Sea of Thieves does. Uh, do that to encourage people to use the marketplace. Yeah, um, for sure. Also, I see your neon cam. Please, please get that off my site. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, it's really, it's it, it was so pasty, so white. Everyone, I've, I've been inside for four days, <laughs> dying. It made me sick to my stomach. 
Uh, let's see. This one comes from Mr. Todd Oxtra. He says, after a year of the Xbox Series S and X, what do you want from hardware in year two? I still feel feel affordable expansion cards are my number one request. I'd hope more manufacturers could help with that. I'm struggling with the Series S 500 gigabyte space with optimized yeah. games. Hard to argue that, right? Like memory is the name of the game for, for Series S and X as well as PlayStation. Yep. Uh, and we're kind of seeing the... The, the fruits of, of PlayStation's way of doing it. We're seeing uh, those cards getting cheaper and cheaper. And I, I think there was like a, a Seagate drive, uh, two terabyte for about like 200, 300, if I wasn't mistaken. So like okay. they're, they're getting lower. Uh, they do need more manufacturers making those memory cards. It can't just be one manufacturer. They need to bring down the price of those it's imperative that they bring down the price of that, especially with Series S selling out as fast as they are. Mm-hmm. You need you need cheaper solutions for folks because that is 500 gigs is not a lot, yep. especially learn, in today's you know age. Learn the lesson of the Vita, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I will also say, Todd, I use a pack mule. And what I mean by that is I have a, a normal uh, like extra terabyte or two. I think I have like four terabytes on it, like a four terabyte mm-hmm. drive. And just USB it, and I dump the Xbox One and 360 games onto that one, or optimize games that just won't be able to play off of it, and I just pull them back over to the to the Series X if I need them to have smart delivery or or quick resume or just you know Series X gameplay. That that is a useful workaround. It's doable. It's not it's not ideal. Yeah. Uh, crushing it here on these. Court Lalonde asks, "What's our most anticipated Xbox game of 2022?" gotham knights and that's not technically an xbox game but like what else do we know you know i I would throw gotham knights in there as well okay all right yeah cool yeah because when it comes to like first party again like you you could be dead set on like redfall would be great but like i'm not confident that game's coming out this year Mm -mm. or, or sorry next year i would say starfield but like that would be a lie so i don't know anything else yeah Whatever Xbox else. shows us in, you know, next week at the Game Awards. Which is probably Hellblade 2 gameplay. And Let's I doubt do it. that game's coming out next year. But if it does, that'd that'd that's cool. a big game. Big game. Uh, Fable if it comes out next year? I don't think that's happening. I know, but it would be nice. I don't think that. I don't think that would happen because they've got two expansions yet on Forza to come out. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they're ready, but I mean, whatever. We haven't seen it. Like, if we haven't seen gameplay, I don't want to hear about it. I guess it's kind of my point now at this point for some of these games because Xbox has so many announced titles. Yeah. Avowed. I'm blanking on all the other ones. <laughs> Avowed, <laughs> Fable, Starfield, uh, Redfall. Redfall. Thank you. Yeah. There's yeah. so many announced ones that I just can't seem to remember in this one moment that it's, it's fake fan. Unless I can see them, I don't, I don't care. You yeah. know? Like I'm just I'm over the the years and years of waiting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, I told you we had a lot of questions here this week, which I appreciate, guys. Thank you. You guys can always tweet them at Insipid Ghost. This one comes from Coffee Jesus, which is just a dope name. Uh, and I like this question. Uh, they say, do you feel I'm sorry? Do you like the current Xbox branding or would you like to see a return to the old original Xbox look and feel? Well, I'm sure there's more mature feel to the current look. Uh, there's some bit of uh, a bit of fizzy magicalness about the original logo and startup screen. While I'm not sure about a modern day Xbox logo on a hoodie, I'd still love to see the original logo affairs around the 20th anniversary. All right, what do you think? Here's the deal: that original logo is probably one of the coolest logos. <laughs> is it re- really, it, dude? Yeah, it has attitude on it. It has it, nothing screams, you know mtv mid 2000s uh, yeah, then that logo like mountain dew code red mountain dew me, yeah. extreme sports surge like bam yeah. that's that logo i think the best logo that they've had and that's why they pretty much stuck with it is the 360 logo mm-hmm. um but you're right there's something about these new modern logos where it's like an artist will probably be able to tell me what name of the art is but like it's too simplistic it's just flat and there's nothing it's too clean oh I, that's that's what i like about it versus the old one this one is really. clean now yeah really. i wonder what the difference is between us on that because i really dig the current look versus the old one but i don't have a whole lot of original xbox memories maybe that's a factor okay 
Yeah, I mean, maybe that is a factor. Again, it even it just even goes to like, I, I think Apple really started the trend, and then everybody just started as they do ripping off Apple, and they're just like, "Isn't this design nice?" It's like, no, it's just kind of flat, and just give me something with a little bit more personality. Mm. That's all. Yeah. Well, as we know, Apple all original topics every time, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I do. I will say I like the 20th anniversary celebrations with the OG logo sure. popping up. Your dashboard can look like that. They've got T-shirts and stuff. I like that method of celebration for sure. Absolutely. Mr. Joanna Dark says, what are your thoughts on a surprise Xbox IP making a comeback and being announced in 2022? If so, what IP makes a comeback besides Perfect Dark or Fable? Joe, what else Ooh. is there? Crimson Skies is the one I always think about. But like, what else is there that people I mean, would actually want? I think people would actually want a Banjo game. I think the recent years have shown people do miss those action you know, or those platformers of of old. So bring back Banjo. I mean, that design from, from Smash Brothers was beautiful. I think that's what people really want is mm-hmm. that, that return. So I would say Banjo is an easy one. We're getting Joanna Dark. Um, I don't know what else is really coming to me, though. Jade Empire is another one I hear tossed around, but I've never that would played be that really one. awesome. That would yeah. be really awesome because, like, theoretically, you don't even need Bioware on that because the mm-hmm. people that made that game are long gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would probably only want it for like brand association, which is like after Anthem. Do you really want that? So, right. like, just like have Obsidian do it, <laughs> you know, yeah. have someone do it. Um, that would be really cool. Uh, ever since you know Ghost of Tsushima, I've, I'm all up in that Asian culture. I love it so very much. Like that art style is so beautiful and i'm glad that i've awakened to it i love the culture i love the colors love the colors that's right that's right um i I, you make a good point about banjo but if i could have one wish in life it's that banjo gets made but ains can't play it (laughs) that'd be great because he sucks that's right (laughs) exactly exactly uh let's do one more question i've I've Uh ignored this one for two weeks now and joe douglas consistently writes in and i want to i want to give him a shout out for that um he says what kind of impact do you think microtransactions have on games as a service uh, from the industry, from both a publisher and developer perspective? What a great question. It is a good question. Impact a- of microtransactions and games as a service. Um, I Massive. saw this one. Yeah, it's it's huge. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I like microtransactions now. I, I like that they exist, I should say. I re- rephrase that. I like that hmm. they exist, whereas they used to be the devil, horse armor, you know? Um but I, find, I think that fans will often call out egregious misuses of microtransactions yeah. and are a bit wiser to it. But it's also par for the course. I'm not spending money in Halo Infinite right now because I don't think they're respecting my dollar. Um, I bought enough. the Battle Pass, but I don't think the stuff in the in the marketplace is fair is fair money. But when I see something yeah. in the Avengers or Fortnite marketplaces, I'll spend it because I know what I'm getting and I know and I'm I think it respects my my dollar more so. So I don't think it's a bad thing to help fund games as a service. What do you think? Um, oh, man. There's so many angles to tackle it. And I think overall, games are now designed with microtransactions in mind. Mm-hmm. So take a look at Halo Infinite, right? That one piece, I don't know who did it. It's like you need to spend $1,000 to unlock everything in Halo Infinite. Um, yes, and that is the point of what free-to-play games are there to design to do. They're free to give you that core gameplay experience. But in terms of looking cool, yeah, you got to, you know, throw out that 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 money for it. So in one hand, I'm with you. I think as long as the game is respecting my time, respecting my dollar, I don't have any problem shelling out 20 bucks to look like, you know, I don't look like the Master Chief in Fortnite, right? Mm -hmm. Because as long as the design's great, the animations are there. And again, I'm having fun with the game. It gives me more personality. Go for it. In terms of Halo Infinite, though, where I do have problems are, is that there are some combinations of skins that I don't think necessarily respect my dollar. Mm -hmm. I don't think... The Samurai Swords, which is a great great example of like that that theoretically costs fifteen bucks, but the only way to get those fifteen bucks is to spend twenty bucks. So to have me spend twenty bucks for a piece of gear that I could only use at on one type of gear set, that's not a good way of of 
respected my money. The right. fact that maybe I just want my Spartan to look purple and I may have to spend uh, you know, money to just make him purple is a little a little outrageous. Agree. Um, so I think there has to it has to respect the customization options while theoretically respecting our our money and respecting our dollar and us as consumers and that's such a delicate dance because theoretically i don't mind if i look at it going there's thousand dollars plus you need to unlock everything in halo because i don't want everything in halo Mm -hmm. so and at the same exact time i do know it is a company they want to make money and this is a game that i did not pay any money for so as long as i'm having enjoyment during a season i will spend money on a game as long as i feel like i'm being treated right i think is the the, the too that's long fair. didn't read yeah no i think that's a a good way to say it i think it's a very good way to say it and when i think about microtransactions at the end of the day i just i don't vilify them the way i once did but yeah. i will always hold people or companies accountable with it don't spend the money if it's not respecting your time and wallet yep don't don't do that period so well, Joseph Moran, this was a pleasure of a show. I appreciate you so much for joining me on late notice, I might add. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, it was fine, I guess. <laughs> Let people know, my friend, where they can find you, what podcast they should be rating five stars, uh, sure. and anything else that you would like sure. to plug. Who? Who? Uh, so I'd like to shout out the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. You can find the trophy room wherever you find your podcast service of choice, whether that is on Apple podcasts, where you can rate us five stars, you can plop us a follow on Spotify, or you can catch the video version on the trophy room on YouTube and you can find me at Mr. Babbitt on Twitter and you can find the trophy room podcast on Twitter at P.S. Trophy Room. And also, I just want to make a comment. Uh, Luke sucks. Well, hey, hey, come on. <laughs> Whoa, jeez. <laughs> jeez, come on. Come on. Guys, you can find me on Twitter at Insipid Ghost. And of course, you're already listening to this show, but you can find it on all your podcast services. And if you've not followed it over on YouTube, uh, head over to youtube.com slash Xbox Expansion Pass. Uh, put a like down on the episode. Tell me something that you like about the show. Maybe you'll win three months of, of Game Pass Ultimate if you're in North America. Right. If you're in there, yeah. I got something for you. And if you say something nice about me, Luke said before the show that he'll double it. I I don't think that's true. I don't he said think he would true. double it. Nope. Nope. That's not if right. If you say it three times, it, he, he said he would double it. it this, is, this is a falsehood, sir. A falsehood. True. All right, guys. That's it for me. Have a great day. Take care.